Hey, you remember Richie Rich, the poor little rich boy? Well, today as we look at James chapter 5, we see the warning about the problems that the world's wealth brings with it, especially when you hold to it too tightly. Join us as we look at these verses together. James chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have corroded and their corrosion will be evidenced against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have laid up treasure in the last days. Behold, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, are crying out against you, and the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on the earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous person. He does not resist you. Heavenly Father, open the eyes and ears of our understanding that we may see, hear, and receive what you have for us through the living word of God. May our hearts be transformed. May we never be the same again. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. You know, there's nothing in Scripture that condemns the issue of accumulating resources. The problem is how we see those resources. When we realize that our provider in all things is God, that every good and perfect gift is from God, and that our lives are to be lived to God, then it's no problem because we understand that what we have, we have in order to bring glory to God. There's nothing wrong with enjoying the fruits of your labor, but we have to keep in mind that we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that we love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we love our neighbor as ourselves. And we don't need to turn a deaf ear to the cry of those in need. In fact, we need to look for them and, and look for ways to help others and to bless others with the things God has blessed us with. There's nothing wrong with enjoying some of the, quote, spoils, end quote, of hard work. There is something terribly wrong with holding on to it, to the hurt of others and to the dishonor to God. Resources that are used for our own selfish purposes and denying the needs of others, there is a real problem. In addition, we know that Jesus himself told his disciples how hard it was for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And, and what he was telling there is, is that the things of this world will turn our head. And the more of the things of this world we have, the harder it is to keep our eyes on the prize, to keep our eyes on Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. So we have to hold on to the things of this earth loosely, to be willing to let go, to be willing to give, to have a generous heart, a heart that sees the needs of others and reaches out to them. 
So he says, come now, you rich, weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. And and he's it's clear here that he's talking about somebody who has the, the world's wealth and is using it for the wrong purposes. Jesus said, what good is it if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? And, and don't lay up treasures on earth where things rot and rust and go away. But lay up treasure in heaven where your heavenly father is. Heavenly treasure is to remember that the only things that last are not dollar bills, but the word of God and the souls of men. To know that Jesus has called us to love our neighbor as ourself. That's to have a right view on the things of this earth. When he talks about their gold and silver have corroded and their corrosion will be evidence against you, what does that mean? It means that they've stacked it up. They hadn't put it to use. You remember he talked about he gave so many talents to this one and so many talents to that one, and one of them just buried it in the ground. It didn't gain anything. What he gives us, he gives us for the purpose of honoring him and blessing him and blessing others. He said, you have laid up treasure in the last days. You've laid up treasure on earth, and and you've held that back to the harm of other people. And the way that you've harmed them is crying out against you. It's testifying against you that you've squeezed a dollar. You've squeezed the things of this earth so tightly that that others have been denied what was due them. And not just he's, he's referring here to, to those who might have worked for him, but the truth is the others also include people that we encounter who are in need. Uh, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. And he gave the, the parable of the good Samaritan. And those were people who couldn't stand each other in normal society, but the Samaritan took care of the Jewish man. So we're given the resources in order to live a life following after Christ. He said, whatever you do in word or deed, do it as unto the Lord. So, there's nothing wrong with you having something, but we need to know that it belongs to God and that, that he may require it of us or he may require us to, and he does require us to use it in a way that honors him. He said, you have lived on the earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. We, we can't focus on self-indulgence. There's nothing wrong with indulging yourself some, but when that becomes our focus, when our goal is to try to indulge ourselves, then, then we've fattened our hearts in a day of slaughter, as he says. You have condemned and murdered the righteous person. He does not resist you. The righteous person is the one who stands in front of us in need, the ones who are around us, who need our presence, who need our help. There are always people around us who need help. We need to give freely. In the Old Testament, it says, I can't remember the scripture, but it says, open wide your hand until the need is met fully. And that's basically what the good Samaritan did. He went to him. He took the resources he had. He treated his wounds. He took him to uh, the place to stay, the inn. 
He paid the innkeeper. He paid for treatment. He paid for food. He gave him extra money, and he said, when I come back through whatever else is held to my account, I will pay that also. He was not stingy. He was generous because he knew that what he had was a gift from God to start with and that we're not going to take any of the world's wealth with us. But we need to love God and love people and know that these are the things that truly matter in this world. There's nothing wrong with having some of the world's goods, but we need to understand they're temporary, they're of the world, and that we need to live our lives as unto the Lord, live lives of faith, trusting in the Lord our God uh, with all of our heart and not leaning on our own understanding in all our ways in how we use our resources. Acknowledge him, and he will make straight our paths. He'll show us how to handle the world's goods. God may bless you with many things, but he will also show you and lead you if your heart and my heart is open to him and to his leadership. God bless you. Thank you so much for being here today.